I put it to you, Greg. Isn't this an indictment of our entire American society? Well, you can do what you want to us, but we're not going to sit here and listen to you badmouth the United States of America. Gentlemen! Thank you, Eric Stratton, Rush Chairman at Delta House, for that fine introduction to today's Weekly Standard podcast. Joining me is Mark Hemingway, talking about an editorial in the current Weekly Standard. Yes, this is a scandal. Yes, it is a scandal. Now, I'm a little bit stunned that who, with whom would you even have that conversation? How can anyone dispute that it's a scandal when, just to pick one random fact, that the guy inside the DOJ who's in charge of making sure that all resources go to investigating these new emails is a guy who's so close to John Podesta that he sent his son over to get a job. They've had dinner together. And, oh, by the way, he was John Podesta's lawyer about whom John Podesta said, quote, he kept me out of jail. He was also Mark Rich's lawyer. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so how, uh, when you know that, I mean, just separate everything. When, just, when you know a basic fact like that, the guy in charge inside the DOJ to make sure that the Podesta's candidate, Hillary, is investigated is – you know, best friends with John Podesta. Why isn't that scandal right there? Well, it should be, and it goes much deeper than that. I mean, there are all these other, like, weird personnel coincidences. For instance, the FBI deputy director who was slow walking the Wiener investigation mm-hmm. when they discovered the um, relevant Clinton emails on his computer was um, uh, FBI, FBI deputy director Andrew McCabe, whose wife Hillary Clinton hosted a fundraiser for when she was running for office in Virginia last year, just a few days after the email scandal. What a coincidence. Um Second well, she only got six hundred and fifty or so thousand dollars right. from Terry McAuliffe, the Clintons' bag man. Right, and Loretta Loretta Lynch recused herself from this mm-hmm. after you know, the suspicious meeting with Bill Clinton on the tarmac mm-hmm. earlier this year. But it goes much deeper than that. The FBI, to get all their warrants and everything to go through this, had to go through the Eastern District in New York, which up until two years ago was the U.S. Attorney's Office that Loretta Lynch headed and made all the hiring and firing decisions <laughs> there for years. And of course, they were stonewalling the right. FBI here. Um, so. So, I mean, there's just all these things here. And, and the liberal response is, well, see, the FBI hasn't brought charges. The FBI's had this ongoing investigation, mm-hmm. hasn't come up with anything. Well, it's like the story is the reason why they haven't been able to come up with anything, the reason why they weren't able to convene a grand jury to subpoena all these things was because there was interference. Right. Um, and clearly so. So, Well, just to interrupt right there, because one of the things that the Wall Street Journal has reported is that field agents are saying that they were given – the, the, to fair, paraphrase the phrase, a stand-down order. They were told, you know, no, we're not going to approve uh, uh, warrants to go look into Clinton Foundation yeah. stuff. And that you got to bring us more. you got to bring us more. And so they were told again and again, stop. And one of the people, according to the field agents that was telling them to stop, Andrew McCabe, yeah. whose wife got $600,000, et cetera. And so you think about the position that that put Comey in. If he really is, and who knows what's really going on here with this guy, but if you really are trying to do your job as the FBI sausage grinder, just grind the sausage. That's all I'm trying to do. And you know that the uh, Hillary allies inside the Department of Justice for whom you work are s- slowing your investigation down. Doesn't that kind of put you in a position where y- you need to say something to plant a flag? Otherwise, the uh, corrupt forces inside the DOJ will just get away with it. I, I think that there's a lot of truth at it, but there's, there's really sort of two ways of looking at this. One is that FBI's, I'm sorry, that Comey's been a guy that's been trying to do the right thing all along. 
Um, however, you know, for whatever reason, he felt that he couldn't charge Hillary Clinton right. earlier to serve some sort of greater good because the politics were so complicated. And then now we got to the point where the Andrew McCabe nonsense, slow walking the, the look into the emails on Wiener's right. computer and other things got so big that he felt that the FBI's reputational integrity depended on speaking up before the election and saying something. So the people got the idea that the FBI actually did pursue these right. things. Um, so that's the positive um, look on things, which is still pretty bad, actually, uh, <laughs> when you think about it. But I think you could be even more cynical about it, and I wouldn't rule this out, which is that James Comey is the last man standing between uh, uh, a special prosecutor uh, that would be independent and actually could aggressively right. pursue Hillary Clinton without having the DOJ or U.S. Attorney's Office through all sorts of you mm-hmm. know monkey wrenches in the works. Um, so that's why I think when everybody tried to disqualify Comey on Friday and the big liberal noise machine mm-hmm. went out there to attack him, um, they all climbed out on that limb and Obama's kind of sawed it off um, and, and said he, he backs Comey because right. they don't want – um, Comey to um, you know be so discredited sure. that they have to find some other way to investigate this potentially. Although, just as I sat down, I saw that uh, Obama had given remarks to some new a- news agency that he thought that Comey had made a mistake and was decrying right. the FBI leaks. So the the thing is to keep Comey in power to investigate and discredit him at the same <laughs> exactly. time. <laughs> and then, of course, you just pointed out the other. How can anyone question a scandal here? While this investigation has been going on, the president of the United States, for whom Loretta Lynch and uh, James Comey both work, has said repeatedly in public, no crimes were committed. Right. Again and again. And I mean, said- I I, that's, that is so – I want to get back to this word. What, what does it mean to be corrupt? Right. You know, you're you're watching the World Series, and as we record this, uh, the Cleveland Indians have not won their seventh game. They're going to. And they're going to take it home because they are the true underdogs in this race. But anyway, that's another story. If you're watching the game and the ump, you know, the, 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 the ump's not going to announce if he's a corrupt ump. Right. Hi, I'm corrupt and watch me. And he's not going to call you know, pitches in the dirt strikes. He's not, you know, right. he's not going to call balls behind the batter fair. What he's going to do is he's going to, you know, the strike zone's going to be, strike zone will be bigger for his team and smaller for the other team. And, you, and as you watch that, you get a sense of that, you know, that's corrupt. That's not fair. This isn't right. President Obama is far more blatant than that. Right. He's right in front of everyone saying, I'm the, I am theoretically the number one law enforcement officer in the country. That's my job as by many other titles. And I am telling everyone who works for me, I have judged this case and right. I am your president. And the fact that there's been so little response to that, is it that we're inured to this level of corruption or is it that the media Simple, they're, they're just simply not interested in that aspect. of It's the a little bit of both, but I mean, it's mostly the media. I mean, recall that the media has re- major figures in the media have repeatedly said Obama's had the most scandal free second term of any president, <laughs> you know, in, you know, modern history. And it, which is just, you know, positively absurd. You know, meanwhile, there's 170 million billion dollars or whatever it was, you know, in pallets full of cash and planes headed to right. Iran. So um, that's really what it is, is there is sort of the circling of the wagons of Obama's legacy. I mean, that's been the story of Obama, which is that reporters would be willing to throw themselves off of buildings before they, you know, came out and criticized the man. Uh, The Clintons do not have that particular gift. I mean, the the media's interest is obviously aligned in seeing, you know, the cause of liberalism advance. But at the same time, I don't think that they're going to quite go to the mat for Hillary Clinton the same way that they're going to go to Obama. I want to conclude this because the story keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's hard to keep track of stuff. So we've covered some stuff already about connections right. with people. I just want to make sure. Okay, so we know for a fact 
right, that Hillary Clinton both sent classified information on her homebrew server and lied about it, right? Correct. And she lied about it to Congress while she was under oath. Yes. And James Comey told Congress a few weeks later that she was lying when he was in front of Congress. Yes. And we know the FBI has been investigating the Clinton Foundation for pay for play this entire time, for years, right? Right. And we know that FBI agents are saying the DOJ is trying to stop us from investigating this, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, we know. I mean, well, the, the media, Wall Street Journal and others yes. have reported. We don't have, like, Phil Johnson agent. You know, yes. But we have that again and again, this story comes back. We're being told, don't do this. And then we have all the other details about Middle Eastern leaders and Moroccan kings, checks to Bill Clinton, you know, $1 million for a meeting, five, you know, he has a meeting at $15 million appears. And no one has disputed the accuracy of those transactions as far as the money, et cetera, right? Nope. So why has the story stalled? In other words, where is the somebody with handcuffs on? Isn't that how this would, <laughs> I mean, isn't that how this ends? Right. Well, in, in theory, uh, you know, in, in a just America, probably something along those lines should end. And who knows, by the time we get to the bottom of this, Huma Abedin or Hillary Clinton aide or somebody might be, you know, thrown up as a sacrificial lamb to say that, you know, rule of law still exists in this country. Whether or not that'll touch Hillary Clinton seems unlikely because of the politics involved. But what's you get at a good point here, which is remember earlier this year when the media were all struggling, well, we've never covered a, tr- a candidate like Trump before who just lies all the time. And it's true. <laughs> Trump does kind of lie all the time and says a lot of ridiculous things so the media reacted going to overdrive like every cnn cryon was like you know trump said the sky was blue he lied right um or the the huffington post did my favorite thing they started appending you know uh these little editors notes to every story on trump saying you know war you know be advised that trump lies about this and this and this um why where is this with hillary clinton right why why if they're willing to do that with trump why aren't they willing Mm -hmm. to say be advised this woman is corrupt and you know we know she's corrupt um, I, I just don't understand the same sort of you know media outrage isn't there. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you know the election is going to be over soon. The fundamentals pretty firmly favor a Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. victory. And with Trump out of the picture, um, what's Hillary Clinton going to do? I mean, it's not like she can constantly point to that guy and say, <laughs> "Oh, well, you should cover all the awful oh. things that happen if that guy becomes president." When she's the president-elect, what's going to happen? You this so story isn't going away. You so misunderestimate the Democrats <laughs> and the media. You know who this is all going to get blamed on. George W. Bush. It all started in 2008 with Georgia. Why did we need a Clinton Foundation in the first place? George W. Bush. One last, last question, because I've been asking everybody this. Who takes the job of Hillary Clinton's attorney general? Oh, I mean, Lor- think, Loretta think, Lynch. She's already, she thinks, she's already floated keeping oh, really? her on. Okay. Well, of course. Can you, well, that, that's a bummer to me, not because I think anyone would be less corrupt or so, but just – the hearings. I, I, the he- can you just right? What, what I, I, they should put him on pay per view. But if they, the hearings, because what's the first question every Repub- The only question every Republican asks any AG nominee for Hillary Clinton: When your boss is caught breaking the law, will you prosecute? Right. Yes or no? And well, of course, their answer: can't, If they tell the truth, they can't have the job. So, and if they don't tell the truth, so they can't have the job. This is the genius of keeping Loretta Lynch. She doesn't yes. have to go through another confirmation. <laughs> And people forget that before Obama made her attorney general two years ago, she was first made U.S. attorney by who? Bill Clinton. <sighs> the, so the, absolutely the, the better question is who's going to be the FBI director yeah. because, you know, obviously Hillary Clinton's going to want to replace Comey. And Comey unchained as this investigation <laughs> going on, telling what he knows could be a real uh, thorn in the side of a nascent Hillary Clinton presidency. I, I, I'm kind of bummed out about Loretta Lynn staying because I couldn't wait 
to watch the uh, hearings as we approve the next Attorney General of the United States, Saul Goodman. Hillary, better call Saul Clinton in the White House. Or uh, maybe, you know who would be perfect? You know, I don't know if he was pre-law or pre-med, but he handled the case for Animal House very well. Otter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I will not stand here and listen to you besmirch the reputation of the United States of America. Or, dude, we're so dumb. Friend of Hillary, has a law degree, spent plenty of time in court, Bill Clinton. Ah, oh, there you go. Although some, apparently there may be a code now after the Bobby Kennedy JFK Wasn't, thing. There may be was, is Bill Clinton's disbarment still in effect? I, actually, I think it was temporary. I do. I'm not, not being facetious. I think it had like he is was having a law degree. He can a get qualification a law. For... get one. DC will give him one. They'll just give him one. He, right. that, that's well. all I'm telling you. Hillary Clinton president, Bill Clinton attorney general. Well, Cheryl Mills has certainly done right by her <laughs> as her personal attorney and chief of staff at the same time. Very good point. And witness. Right. While simultaneously no, her no lawyer. conflict of interest there at all whatsoever. <laughs> Is there a scandal? Some people are actually asking that question. They haven't read the Weekly Standard. You should read it at weeklystandard.com. You should also follow these podcasts on iTunes so that you'll never miss another one. They just pop up magically on your phone or laptop or whatever. Just find the Weekly Standard at iTunes.com. Thank you, Mark Hemingway, for joining us. I'm your host, Michael Graham.